Hi, I'm Jonathan Mann. I'm one of the many Matts. And this is Digitally Rare, a show about digitally owned things now and in the movies. So we are very excited to have our pal Dan Sickles on the podcast. He of New Here, the film. Dan, welcome. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. You, so my whole life, people have made this joke with me where they're like, hey, man. Hey, man. Get oh, it? Oh, because your last name is Man. Got it. So have people your whole <laughs> life been like, Dancicles? <laughs> it's a Dancicle. Oh, dude. I mean, yeah, there, there's there's a few people who only <laughs> refer to me as Dancicles. Yeah. But then, I mean, having having like the last name Sickles, I mean, that, that rhymes with so much. So uh-huh. I know every iteration. Pickles, Dan, Pickles. Pop, yeah, whatever. Yeah, ice, right. test, buy, uh-huh, try. Uh-huh, right, right. All of it. All of Danny it, Danny yeah. Sickles, Tickles, Pickles, for yeah, Nichols. Yeah, yeah. Dan wow. Testicles. Dan, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Well, there was actually a girl, there was, there was a girl, Taylor Test, at my school. Oh, no. Like, kid oh, you yeah, not. Yeah, right. So Taylor Test name. and Christine yeah, Pop. Yeah. <laughs> actually two Popsicles. two girls in my school and we had to no. write our last names on the back of like our our gym uniform oh my god uh-huh. and i think i should find them somewhere but yeah i have photos just of of you know people popsicle and testicle that's so funny <laughs> i like how everyone is an expert in the like bizarre high school derivations of their last of their name. own name yeah absolutely. yeah <laughs> yeah 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 100 percent that's, That's like my, my my wife's maiden name is Burger, and so if we hyphenated, we would have been either Man Burger or Burger Man. <laughs> on the on the hierarchy though of like yeah. things that like kids make fun of each yes, other yes. for, I think that like that is a pretty that innocent could, one. Yes, right? yes, like, it's, it's kind rare. of just like it's yeah. your name, it's, like it's whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. funky. Yeah. Like names are weird. Like right. kids can be much crueler than that. Yeah, it's totally. totally. Oh yeah. Totally. yeah. Like looking I'm, back, I mean, it was horrific when I was going sure. through it. But I'm kind of like, yeah, sickles. No, like, but so yeah. funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. Built a little bit of character, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> there's a balance to having like the perfectly like memeable last name but not like in a mean way like it's got to be yeah and that builds like goofy character or something totally. for sure 100 for sure. there's there's got to be an nft in there somewhere too some something oh, like names we, could, we could put nfts into anything <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, are you talking about a naming service hold on I, yeah, I like yeah, that. yeah 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 something some kind of <laughs> nft names. let's call it let's let's put it on ethereum and call it yeah. the ethereum naming service what do yeah. you think about that <laughs> oh, okay really cool smart uh, ens hmm so dan your film well first of all i haven't yet watched i'm really excited to watch your last film but like i watched the trailer for it and then i was like oh my god my wife is going to love this movie. We need to watch this together. But then the problem is we never have time to watch movies. I feel you. But I'm very excited to watch it because it's like it's exactly the kind of movie that, that my wife loves and that we can watch together. Do you want to talk about? A, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about your last film, which? Yeah, I, I'm assuming I'm assuming that you saw the trailer for Dina. Maybe? Dina. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Dina, Dina is my second my second feature length film. It is nonfiction, but I, I think the important thing to, to sort of point out about it is that it really plays like a, a sort of fiction romantic comedy, right? I shot it very close to where I grew up uh, with somebody that I grew up with, Dina. I, 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 knew, I knew her from childhood. Uh-huh. And it's really a love story between her and this guy, Scott. 
And, you know, the film just sort of traces their relationship through, through their wedding and them just like figuring out like how to be a couple and like love each other. And they just happen to be on the spectrum. And uh, Scott is a, a Walmart door greeter in, at, in, in actually Philadelphia at a Walmart, just uh, actually pretty close to Center City. And yeah, Dina like lives in, in the suburbs. And yeah, it's... It's a really I really, I'm genu- wow. and like I, I watch the trailer. It'll make you want to watch it immediately. Someday when my wife and I have like two hours to ourselves, which is really difficult. I'm for sure sit down and I know that and I'm it's very clear to me that we're going to love it. So I'm I'm newly hip to like the fact that like watching a movie with kids oh, now requires like three days. You're you're <laughs> you forget about it. We, we try to watch one episode of like a half an hour co- co- comedy and that takes us three days. You yeah. know, we get yeah. through like 10 minutes and then we got to do stuff. And then 10. It's like it's really hard. Yeah. Wow. No, the struggle I, that, is real. Yeah. For sure. Take your time with that. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's a very delicate film. It's not it's not. Yeah. It's not like your traditional, like, look at me kind yeah. of movie. It's really built on the shoulders of uh, a middle-aged this, suburban woman this named character Dina. that you know, yeah. this person, yeah. She's remarkable, and her story is insane. And, yeah. Um, oh, I'm so and, excited, yeah, yeah, it's a story that's super near and dear to my heart. But, yeah, that, that's my second film, yeah, for sure. Wow. And let's just point out, I'm just is so impressive that that won the Grand Jury Prize at Sunfest, at Sundance. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. We I'm won. just gonna, I'm gonna brag for you that that's Yeah, like no, a I huge, mean, like, I won, I won Sundance. That, yeah, yeah, you won it. Really cool. <laughs> you won it. Yeah. No, it was, it was really, it was that's really fucking wild. weird. Yeah. And to be honest, I mean, like, I, the, wow. the night before, I actually, like, I remember sitting with my entire team, because, like, we had played that week, and it's really weird. The whole thing is a bit of mind mm-hmm. fuck, because Dina was there. Like, yeah. Dina and Scott, they were <laughs> yeah. there. They were yeah. doing, like, the whole press circuit with <laughs> us. Like, they met Robert Redford. Like, you do the whole thing. And yeah. it's, it's really, I mean, it's fun, but it's kind of like a... It's like a bar mitzvah. Like you, it's all a blur. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you know yeah. the day kind of happened and like you went through it, but you don't remember any of it. And right. Maybe you kissed somebody in the bathroom, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> it was very much like that. And yeah. I remember talking to my team like the night before and being like, hey, we shouldn't expect anything. Because like it's a it's yeah. a tiny movie. I made yeah. that movie for uh, about half a million dollars, which was right. which wasn't anything at at Sundance like mm-hmm. doc level, you know, because like yeah. you're, you're there and you're competing with all the films that I mean, Icarus was in competition with our film that year and that went on to win the Academy Award and all of that. So, right. wow. you know, like I remember deliberately saying like, guys, like don't expect anything. We didn't even really have a publicist. So That's <laughs> um, amazing. Yeah. We were just grateful enough to be there. So yeah, to go through that whole situation of winning was also bizarre because after we still didn't really have a publicist. So, you know, just dealing with that that night was just a bit funky. Wow. But yeah, an adventure for sure. That's did, crazy. Did you go to school for film or how, how did you get into this life? Worse. I went to school for acting. Um, <laughs> that's right you were also in one of my all-time favorite shows high maintenance yeah you were also what? in an episode do you know this show matt high maintenance yeah. i've never so heard of good. it i've never seen yeah. it that's it's amazing i mean i mean proudly i'm in two episodes of high maintenance i Which ben is, and katya we yeah. go kind of we go way back this was like before they were working on with, with hbo ben and katya are like the creators and ben is the star of of high maintenance it's a really wonderful show that started on on the yeah, internet really then it like got by vimeo oh, yeah. and then it went to hbo i've seen this no yeah. way yeah yeah that's, a, that's wow a cool. they're they're brilliant but that was like so diy i yeah. mean like really like that series really started with like katya was doing casting for 30 rock and like she right. knew all the cool actors 
in New York that weren't really working enough. And they were like, let's do this thing. And that's how that started. And strangely, I was the guy who the main actors of each episode caught you would be like, Hey, like, can you get a friend to like do this thing for us? And like both episodes, they would, they called me. So like the second time I ended up on set, they were like, wait, like you again. So then (laughs) it kind of became this thing where I was just going to be this character named Clive that never had a line. I was just going to be recurring. (laughs) Uh, but then, strangely enough, I started filming actually my first doc. And then oh. that kind of just like led into yes, everything yes. else. So oh, wow. I'm only on two episodes of High Maintenance. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Clive lives on. What was your first doc about? I haven't seen that one. My, my first doc was, it, it was really following the trans liberation movement in Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. I spent wow. Three, three years making that. Really between like the, the years of like two, 2011 uh, and that premiered at Tribeca in 2014. Okay. And then came out in theaters in 2015. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that that was like a whole other wild yeah. adventure too that, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I guess to sort of try and bring it to like new here and what all of this is about, I yeah. mean, like really like my my sort of kind of, I guess, fascination in terms of like storytelling or work really comes from like elevating kind of more invisible or or marginalized is such a loaded word but kind of yeah like the 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 sort of parts of culture that like kind of like lie on the fringes the ones that we don't really see and and for those reasons become very scary to people who who aren't on the Mm. margins or maybe closer to the center right yeah and and that is kind of very naturally how i found my way (laughs) to the crypto sphere and which is very much related to to themes that are are in in my other films huh from the human perspective i'd say right how so would you say? Like, what are what are those themes that that run through? I mean, pseudonyms, like, and like the ways that they're used, even with our community in Web three and crypto identity avatars. I mean, even just like putting that alongside a lot of how, how a lot of queens, I think, sort of use mm-hmm. makeup, yeah, or mm-hmm. pseudonyms, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. in performance but also identity i mean like you can you can be a drag queen and have multiple personas right, uh, right. in like the same way that like you can be hanging out on twitter <laughs> like talking from multiple sort of yeah personalities i think that there, there's a lot of different ways in which like we're we just use sort of different sort of culture tech to express ourselves and this one i think just in particular is 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 extra potent and powerful and that, that's that's sort of why I've found myself here. I think that's what totally. first is that what first that's drew, drew you in is the yes. I mean, yeah, theoretically, like Dan speak, yeah. I mean, like from the like from the experiential, more like sort of like base layer, like yeah. like after winning Sundance, yeah. like you kind of go through the experience of like getting to know the industry really uh, intimately uh-huh. and like in ways that are aren't necessarily empowering actually and like Mm. i think like you know sort of along that journey like i i kind of i became i'm very disillusioned with like how media and particularly film is like created Mm. in like wow yeah 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 space so yeah i mean like it's like i i kind of like found myself in a situation where i was just like "Mm, like where where could stories live in a way that are is really sort of told from the artist in in a way that they still feel like they own and that hasn't really been watered down or or sort of cut up in this way that like it needs to be for today's streaming audiences or 
or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, you know exactly how that is, John. I mean, yeah. like, I've seen 100%. your songs about this. I've seen your speeches about this. Yeah, like, yeah. No, it's yeah. totally. And that's so fascinating that, like, you know, coming off of what can only be described as, like, you know, your biggest success that that I imagine one could ever imagine, you're confronted with, like, yeah, this this sort of, like, I don't know, soulless, deadless, <laughs> de- oh. like, like just, you know, well, what did that look like? Was that like I, suddenly you're like taking meetings in Hollywood and people are pitching you things? So like, like what nonfiction it- right now. So like this is like sort of like around the years of like free solo, right? So right. in NFT speak 2021, yeah. but for like the nonfiction film verse <laughs> and like there's many less NFT or there's many, there's much less nonfiction films than there are NFT projects. Yeah. So like budgets just become, and like what things are being bought for just become blah, 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 blah. Uh, but then also that the, then kind of like immediately sinks down to development. So like on the development level, things become enormously complicated and competitive when you're trying to tell any kind of story. Wow. Fire yeah. Festival is like a really good example of that. Right. Like one film is actually being produced with all the right people sort of, I mean, whatever, I shouldn't even say that objectively with, with, it's being produced in a way that like sort of like people have dug in, the, the producers are there. They more or less know the people that they're working with in front of the camera. They haven't paid anybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alongside that, another one is being produced just directly in competition with this one for another streaming service because like they know that they, they know that they can just put the out. name there. Right. That's happening on like so many different levels. Right. I mean, like how many Whitney Houston documentaries have been out in the past three years? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. We're going to like, and we see this like yeah. happen nonstop. And like, right. I mean, I, I know so many of my colleagues who in the nineties, it wasn't this because like there wasn't as much money. So yeah. it was just kind of like, you had to like, whatever there was all this. I mean, you had to find a, you had to find, I mean, it's sort of like you did with Dina. It's like you find a subject, you find a story totally and you <clears> follow <throat> it and you just, yeah, you, you run and gun, you do what you have to do. Totally. Right. And, and a now, lot of those same people are making biopics. Right. Oh, you're working on the, the doc about the sports person and right. you're working on the one about the pop star and then, Fascinating. you know, and here's yeah. like the, the one that is like the n- knockout ballpark hit that is very, very social issues driven yeah. that everybody objectively will, automatically like and then yeah. here's like the nat geo one right. right like it's like right so fascinating yeah uh, it's be, it's become difficult to sort of like find your f- footing in in a way that like you can make a non-fiction story in particular that, that is unique i'd say let's go. jpeg's got you down buy a song a day today the floor price is low and the music will change your life why just listen to this testimonial after buying a song a day nft my girlfriend finally agrees that my crypto punk is cute wow visit songaday.co slash cheap that's songaday.co slash cheap and get your very own sad nft today and did you then come to nfts like recognizing that did did, when you first got interested in nfts was it was part of it recognizing like oh maybe i maybe not only can i not only is this fascinating not only can i cover this but this could also maybe be a funding model that could work was that like part of it from the beginning or was it more like you started to fall down the rabbit hole and it slowly kind of percolated into like oh this could be i didn't i didn't think of it as a funding model right off the bat yeah yeah to be honest because i and i still i'm still if I'm totally transparent, I'm still like pretty unenthused as to like 
how it's used as the funding model sure, right now. Yeah, like it's sort yeah. of like Kickstarter 2.0 in right. a lot of ways. And like, that's not really all that exciting or innovative no, to me. No. The community aspect though, as corny as it is, the community aspect is like the thing that actually caught me. And that's really because my wife and I came back from uh, France. We were visiting family in France. My wife is French and we got back to our apartment and we had been robbed. Like everything was stolen. And you know, you call the NYPD and they show up and like, they, they do like their thing. They're like dancing around the apartment and whatever. And it was like all day. So I just opened my laptop and I had just bought a crypto baby punk cause I couldn't afford a crypto punk. Sure. And at that time, you could decide what punks you wanted and and have them sort of breed and whatever. And it was it was kind of the scrappy community of like very hungry kids that like wanted in. So I just like hopped in there and I was like, "Hey guys, like my my apartment got robbed, but my NFTs are safe." Like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. oh my god. And one one guy actually like hit me up. He was like, "Hey, I'm so sorry to hear about your apartment. Like that sucks. My family runs a kombucha." factory in upstate new york and like the least i could do is like send you some kombucha if you want to send me your address and i was like well whatever like i can't i can't go wrong sending a person my address everything's stolen from my (laughs) apartment (laughs) so i did and like a a few days later uh like uh, yeah this whole package of kombucha showed up and i was like this is wild like the internet has not ever worked that way for me Uh like uh i'm not even two years ago, if you were like, Dan, like, what's your internet online community? Like, I would have been like, what? What? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. And that was like, for me, really the first time that I was just like, oh, wow, there's something here just by virtue of being in the same virtual space and, you know, having this experience and whatever. There's there's empathy somehow that's generated from like, yep, this this weird pixel art. Right. (laughs) Having the same, caring about the same pixel art. Yeah. So weird. And I mean, from the, from the emotional, I guess, like sort of angle, that's when I was like, okay, like there's definitely something here. And then it was just like, boom, 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 boom. And like current events were happening at the same, like they were very, very much catching up with where I was at. And and then just one thing led to another. And I try and approach things very gently when I'm like, I want to make a film about subject matter. Like I, I really try and take my time. I'm not like the person who like tries and like, rolls in on like their Lambo and like, I'm, like <laughs> I'm here to make my doc. But like, I really spent a, like, I feel like a lot of time just like listening. I mean, Matt was really one of the first people to show up at the studio and yeah. like, give me two hours. I and, remember like, that. I remember I'm, that was over um, NFT yeah. NYC, right? I remember you were like, I'm going to go be in this. You were really excited. He was like, I'm gonna I was go, really excited. I'm going to go really be in this documentary. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to it this day, really nice. it's one of the best. It's one of the best. In, I mean, I've talked to oh, like yeah. over 90 people in the space. And to this day, I mean, like that was one of those moments for me, for my crew, too. Like, you're like, this is going to work. Hell yeah. Yeah. Because it, it was really cool because, I mean, it's still very cool because we hire different crew, like locally, depending on where we are. So, like, it's not, it's not the same team if we're in Texas, you know, whatever. And... and you know, 95% of the time people are like, I heard about NFTs, like, but I don't, I don't know anything. Right. And we will have a slate and people will come in and they'll do their thing with me and whatever. And there's always like one moment where people leave the studio and like the entire crew that didn't know anything about the space will be like, Dan, oh. Dan, I, I get it. Like, I, get I get it. it. Yeah, yeah. And it was very much mad content. I mean, yeah. like for real, Aww. like on, on, on so many different levels i think like just very very articulate and at that time like also very clear-headed 
I mean, I was, I was kind of making fun of you too, because <laughs> yeah, I was sending you clips the other day yeah. from it. Well, I mean, listening to myself both in those clips and in like 2018, earnesty or earnestness is uh, definitely a quality that shines through. Mm. Gotta, gotta appreciate that. 100%. 100%. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the quality content we come back for. But spent a lot of time doing that and really just like listening and I mean, just like asking for, I mean, there's only one Matt Condon, but like, you know, asking people in the space the to, to really, yeah. <laughs> to, to give me their time as much as they would, you know, before even really feeling confident to be like publicly like, okay, like I'm, I'm, I'm doing, doing the this. thing, yeah. you know, yeah. um, because right. like, and both of you know this, like once you say stuff, something like that on the internet in this sphere, oh yeah, like it's cooked. Yeah. Things change. Yeah. Yeah. Things change. Yeah. When was that moment? Like, uh, when, when, when did this go from like, I think I want to do a doc on the space to like, you know, whatever the preparatory version of that is to being like, okay, this is happening and we're following through on it. If I'm honest, I think like the first iteration was more like, I wanted to make a short about the enigma of the crypto punks that was going to end with the Christie's sale. And uh-huh, like, cool. I was pitching that as a short doc for a while. And like, I tried pitching it to the times and like a bunch of production companies. And I was like, this makes total sense because like, it's yeah. like art tech culture, like yeah. boom, all yeah. the right names, yeah. but no one wanted it. And, huh. But at that point, like I, it still would have been very much like, this is a thing. And like, yeah. I'm talking about the thing. And maybe I got a few people to help me talk about the thing. You know, I, I think it wasn't. I mean, it was after NFT NYC, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, it was after, like, that round of, of interviews. Because it was, you know, it was, like, you, it was Matt, it was G-Money, it was Fuckrender, it was Claire Silver, Video Game Freak. Like, it was it, it was the Giselle Flores, mm-hmm. an incredible but very bizarre concoction of people in the space. Like if you saw them all in the same room together, you'd be like, what did, how did you guys get here all together? That's a, that's an amazing thing about NFTs too. And that's been that way from the beginning, which is exactly like across the spectrum. We don't have, often we don't have anything in common except for like, we're really excited about this, like weird technology, Exactly. you know, like, and exactly. that's, that's, that's a pretty exciting place. And that was it. I mean, it was after being like, okay, well now I, now I am committed because like, this is so big. Like there's definitely a film here, like mm. at, at least mm. one movie <laughs> here about what's going on here because, you know, there's so much going on here. Mm. And, and, and there's so many different perspectives that are absolutely legit because like this tech is uber flexible and these are different value systems at play. And they're being used by artists who are super, super powerful beings who know how to manipulate new tech mm-hmm. and to, to make it even more powerful by virtue of alchemy and creativity, right? So it was really after that that I was like, holy shit, I need to figure out all of this because like then the money was there and it was like, God, how do we reconcile this? Yeah. Like it just, <laughs> all of it, Yeah, you know? Were Crypto Baby Punks your first, was that your first NFT? What was your very first NFT? <laughs> I think my first first, I, sh- I really need to go back and check, but I think it was, it was on Nifty Gateway. I think I, mm-hmm. I there was like, um, there was a, an Instagram, there was an artist that I knew through Instagram, Kidmograph, uh, that oh, had a release yeah. on Nifty Gateway that I saw that I was like, ah, oh, cool. Okay. I've been reading about these things da, 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 yeah, and I put it yeah. together and like I, I was in an auction and I was yeah. like, so excited. It's exhilarating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But Baby Punk's for sure the first community. They were, was that like, was like the first Discord. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You joined. You and, know. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, you're trying to figure out who's who in the server, which like, yeah. again, I think I'm so bad at the internet. I think it's like, <laughs> it's a skill to try and like really like learn how to talk to people on some of these chats. Like, I, totally. I don't know what to say always yeah, or what people want to talk about. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. There's a bunch of chats I'm in where I'm like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable or like, I don't feel ready to like, like, what do I add to this conversation? Right. And often, yeah. but I think that's also just like types of people. I don't know. I've always been more comfortable as a content consumer than producer. Mm-hmm. And I think that shows up in like, uh, you know, smaller online groups as well. Unless you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm sleeping, Unless in which sleeping. case I produce content yeah. sporadically, but <laughs> all the time but, yeah but regularly <laughs> yeah sporadically but, right. <laughs> but we spent a lot of time especially last year sort of shitting on and making fun of quote-unquote community i feel like yeah uh, what you, you would say and you know and it's because and we've said this before like a lot of it reminded us of of the ico boom and these telegram back then it was telegram well it still is telegram but like telegram chats where like everybody would come or come together around like some stupid fucking shit coin and be like to the moon. And they would just like talk about the, and then, and that's often what these spaces feel like. But I have heard from so many people, the exact or exact same kind of story that you're telling, which is, you know, and I would say like, yes, you know, I'm sure also in crypto baby punks chat, they were talking about like floor price every day and like, what, how are we going to like, Get, totally. You know, that's the, but there's also, you know, my friend, my my Australian friend who got into NFTs, who's just an old friend of mine, the same thing. He was telling me like he's he's really lonely. He just went through a divorce and like he found this little community of like it's the crypto dads community or whatever. And like and so they want the mugs. Do they have mugs? They have mugs. I know yeah, this project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, it was like super. Like you said, there's like a, there's some kind of weird empathy there, and like. This is. Uh, yeah. I have a. I, I have like a thesis that yes, I feel yes, like in a few it. years will. I mean that this is also bored apes. Like honestly, yeah, like yeah. I mean, and this is. I feel like I. I started talking about this with like Mitchell Chan, but like it haven't really finished it. I feel like we should work on this book together or something. Yeah. But I, I, there, there's something here where I just think it's also. I mean, it's also COVID. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. It's yep. also yep. the yep. pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's coming out of that. It's and also sort just of like, capitalism, right? It's it's we're we're all alienated from each other on a base level. Totally. Totally. Like Mark said, you know. Totally. But I also think as as like I also think there's a gendered thing about it too, where like men are really also bad yes. at like creating yes, yes, new yes, relationships, yes, yes, yes. And sustaining yeah. them, and like that's what, I mean fraternities, right? And there's something here about like I mean I was I was at. <laughs> I brought my wife to like the first ape fest on Halloween <laughs> and they, re- they bought the, they rented like the boat and whatever. And they did the I thing, and, you know, cause I wanted to film that. a bit of it yeah. and I had to be there and <laughs> whatever. So we, we did it and it really weird yeah, <laughs> and fun, you know, like lots of dancing, but like, there's a thing where like guys would be like, Oh, like you're like, and they just like run up and like hug each other and yeah. like whatever. And like, it was like, okay, like they, they live in completely different States. They, they were, yeah. but like, if that's, if that's a thing, like that's good enough, right. Uh, for, yeah. for the, for the yeah. moment. Yeah. And you know, where, where that goes to is maybe another story, but like mm. there was something there that I was like, okay, like th- there's, there, there is like a, there's a, there's a desperate need for this, like 
we're related. We are, we're related. We're a totally. unit. Like we're, we're a team. Like 100%. let's go. Like I, there's all these, all these catchphrases that seem so vapid now are actually, I feel like signals of like a, yes. a, a deep desire totally. to, to go. We, like, we, yeah. we, are, we are all going to make it like, like just take, yeah, like yeah, we gotta break, make that, it. break that phrase down, like remove it from the context that we've become and just like read those words. Yeah. What is, that's a plea. That's like a, we gotta make it. Into the we have to make of it. Like, There's no option. We're manifesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a, like it's a. How desperate are we to make it? You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's scary. The world is scary. Well, and- I mean, what are the other options? Like, it's like working a shitty job. Yeah. It's like working like a. You know, it's like yeah. the, the, these are all. This is also a very similar group of people that like has no real stake as an asset in like a traditional 100%. system. So yeah, it's like, why yeah. the fuck not go? to the moon right, right, <laughs> the right, only right. other people who like understand metaphorically what that is like totally. i don't know that's a great um, point yeah a lot of it could be rejectionism of you know society it is today i see a lot of my involvement with crypto boots in specific of as like a mild uh what's that called when you reject something you know you stand against reputation it. Like, me, reputation yeah. like let me put my stake in this possible future that you know i'm interested in so I could see that happening, you know, as like a this sort of like, let me own this board ape or ooh, I got to think about I, this. And I feel, but I feel like I can only, like I'm only speaking as a person who really sort of entered this space. Like now it's only been like what, like 18-ish months. It hasn't really been like a full two years. So I can't say like I have the subjective like kind of like, oh, I was at the conference in 2018 and 2019. It should be, it should be noted though that like that, that, that that community existed with punks back in the day like yeah, totally. the, you know it was not cultivated by matt and john like the way that you know the way that that projects, right, that have projects sort of, do so now yeah do, but but it was it was in you know and we know all the names of the people that were in those you know because well, in the pockets were, of elitism that exists within every community now yes 100 percent astounding yeah, and but um, that's that's humans yeah. i guess you know like yeah. you, Right. I feel like, yeah, I feel like a lot of this can just be explained, not just be, but like can be explained by base. If you go back uh, to like core psychological drives, right? It's like group membership, signaling this like feeling of community, this like connection to this other person and group of people. It's like transposed digitally and very much in the context of where we are now, capitalism and like money, et cetera. But like religion, religion, yeah, you know, membership breakdown, going down. Yes. The, like, the generational breakdown of religion. I mean, borders were closed for yeah. like literally like you couldn't travel mm-hmm. to other cultures for, totally. for so long. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember watching that with, with my wife, like on TV yeah. and being like, Oh shit. Like there yeah. goes family. Right. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. So yeah. like there, there's something here that I, I don't I don't think is necessarily going to stop either, and and it makes sense right. that it comes sort of in like this package of a PFP. It's a great product market fit, right? Totally, um, yeah. yeah. PFP PMF, but like the um, <laughs> like you were saying, Jonathan, we did shit on community a lot, and I think you know it's very much the duality of being very much true and also completely pithy, right? It's like yeah, these communities of i don't know pick your favorite nft project are both like completely made up but also completely valid right that's also that's always true right yeah these I mean, are only true. things that are actionable like they, they only are they only have action behind them you know yeah. you can't rely on any community unless they can actually really manifest right yeah manifest kombucha on your front door when you need it 
That's exactly right. <laughs> no, I mean, really, like, I mean, like, like literally, he he's the he's an associate producer of the film now. I mean, amazing. he runs yes, the yes, Crypt Keeper. Cool. He's like our community. That was like, the Crypt Keeper. That was the oh, Crypt Keeper. I love that guy. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. he's he's along for the ride. It's like okay, That's cool. So like, this great. is like an organic yeah, yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, like Chill Zone, like my DP. Like I met him in MeBits Discord because yeah. like. I was just trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> like it was just like, and then being like, I think I want to make a film. And it was like, you know, and, and all of that. And it's just like the, the ground is so it still is very fertile for, for, yeah. for that, you know? Yeah. We're as, as, as it's a cliche, but we're so early. We're so, we're just like, we're t- talking so about the ground being fertile. It's like, we're still just seeing like the first green shoots coming up. We don't, we have, we have no idea. Take us a little bit through your film because the the conceit is I, I think really interesting the 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 mixture of what sort of fictional and yeah you know so take us through that a little bit because I think that's very an interesting aspect for sure it. I think I, you know for me there's a there's a lot of different ways to to make like sort of like quote unquote documentaries and I'm always sort of seeking out like the most experiential sort I don't I don't really like to present myself as somebody who's going to like tell the story like mm. capital t h mm-hmm. like of crypto. ken burns like, ken burns is going to tell the story of the civil war the story of yeah exactly yeah exactly and and i i mean i do love ken burns i mean i'm literally working with his archival producer on this oh hell yeah for a reason like yeah. for the traditional media component because yeah. like she's a genius when yeah. it comes to that yeah 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 right but ken burns is is an american treasure Right. Yeah, capital right. A. And th- th- that's why also like, you know, he, he does come from that sort of lineage for me. I, I'm not trying to, I'm not looking for that burden. Yeah. However, like I am very ambitious. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do, I do want to sort of create an experiential film. So the conceit is that it's, it's a film within a film from really happening from the perspective of a new user entering the space. Sort of like a lot of us did through our home computers using screens and searches and different chat interfaces. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm actually like building actually those interfaces out with two artists. I'll talk about, I mean, you guys know Stevie P. Um, Hell yeah. And you know, Hell yeah. Stevie and P. You know, and, you know, uh, and you know Godman from Heaven Computer probably. Oh yeah, so, damn. Yeah. That's hot. So oh. the lineup is pretty hot yeah, for like what yeah. the interfaces are going to look like. Oh. But really like, the and then it's being operated really from sort of like an Alice as she's sort of like falling through the looking glass. Right. And, and as that, as that happens, she's meeting all of you guys. Yeah. Meeting all the people. Yeah. Yeah. And hearing different pivotal stories about the space, but also like trying to like root us into like some theory, history, all of that. But like, you know, again, trying to pass along like the, the mythology, the mythology of the space to, to mythologize and contextualize it in a way that is inviting and accessible, not, not really trying to be like objectively, this was the first NFT. Right. right. Um, but I do begin with the, the guys who created blockchain. I, 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 I talked to Haber and Stornetta who like really figured out how to crack that in like uh, 1989. Yeah. That's fascinating. Satoshi yeah. cites them like three times in the right. white paper. It's, it's the Aww. most cited group so yeah i mean like I, I do start really from that point of view and then like there's a whole macro angle as well that comes into play but really like living in all of all of these stories you know of the punks of lost robbies are huge i the trash art movement is 
super significant. But also, I mean, early marketplaces, everything that Dada was doing mm -hmm. and how that impacted Super Rare mm -hmm. and it, like it, just all of these things. Yeah, that's great. So it's, oh, it's a lot so, to so try great. and synthesize. Well, no, yeah. but to have that history documented and have that history enshrined in a way. Yeah, yeah. recognized. Yeah, it's like for it's sure. so big. Yeah, That's very I cool. Mean, yeah, that's the Rare Pepe the rare Pepe string out is like literally it's almost two hours long. Right. For example. Wow. Yeah. I could feel, I could see like a web of, of documentaries here. Yeah. 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 Almost. Yeah. I think I'm going to actually like include like a few QR codes as like the film plays almost. So like there will be moments of, of like sort of, to go deeper tangential invites yeah. like it's like yeah you can pause the film because like why not like you yeah. can come back to the film or because yeah. we're doing it anyway because the baby's crying and yeah. whatever right yeah, so like yeah, yeah. you may as well yeah. scan it and then you can watch it the whole clip over here yeah. on your phone watch the whole watch the whole matt, matt condon interview wow. i mean literally i i'm we are organizing things in a way to do that. It, it really becomes budget constraints, right. um, which is related right. to, to the drop and, and all of these <laughs> things that are happening for us. But I mean, th these are things that are built into how you organize a doc, right? I mean, my, my CryptoPunks cut down right now is three hours long. Oh and like, oh. unarguably, it should live somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Like, what I'm going to do with it is like, just like one person. Yeah. And I think that like, it would be great if like, ultimately, like, we could use these as this footage is as building blocks for other things. If someone wants to remix it, if, you know, I mean, when someone makes the Matt Condon film, yeah. Like they should be, able, be able to have to access to this. That. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's, I really like this idea of experiencing the movie through like what is actually the, um, the metaverse, right? Like being able to exactly take depth first into different parts of it and like branch out and follow Hyperlinks. this thing. And it's like, yeah, you like hyperlink to some other experience that is, you know, obviously in canon because the entire story is part is the real world, which is exactly. canon. It's like <laughs> part of right. It's like it's like just like joining a Discord and like learning about whatever community that is. That is part of your new here movie experience. Well, so I don't know how much you. Yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't know how much you remember. Yeah, no, I, but I don't know how much you remember even in the interview. I mean, like it's like a lot of the interviews start with like cool, like. How did you hear about crypto? How did you hear? So, I mean, I, right. I've, I've collected basically 95 voices so far. And the virtual ones haven't even really started with like, yeah. I first heard about. So, yes. I mean, like this film is really structured in a way that this is one particular individual's onboarding experience. It is really serving as an every Very person's. Cool. That's a good, yeah. But like in that web fashion and something that can actually be feasibly built out. Yeah. I, I have that moment from everyone. I have their onboarding story. Right. Pretty well mapped out. So, and all of this is, it, it will exist one day. It's really a matter of, of when. It's so remarkable how many people's onboarding stories are similar to, as I'm sure you found. It's like, it's like they all have certain, a lot of qualities, yeah. That are true. at least we find that in in these interviews, you know, because sometimes certainly. we start yeah. there. It's like, absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it definitely takes a certain amount of open mindedness, a certain amount of lostness, a certain amount of curiosity. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. in any combination thereof, yeah, timing as well, yeah, and definitely. then like external effects to like prompt the the the, the rabbit holing, yeah. I love this idea though that of like of where f the film within the film is like following and like the, mm. you have some, you have some scenes written, right. That where this person is, there's a fictional story that they're going through oh, and that are cool. like, it's, it's a fictional movie within a 
non-fictional movie. Exactly, exactly. I mean, like, because I think that, you know, one of like the one of the necessary questions that you I sort of have to answer off the bat is like, why is this space relevant to anybody who doesn't automat already know why this is relevant? Yes. If, just, if you're yeah. working a typical nine to five job, like why should you care about yeah. crypto? And yeah. like that, I, you kind of need to sell in like the first five minutes. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to matter what the art looks like. Right. Ten minutes later. Or, or why that art is so significant being made in the way that it is. Right. And that, that's really, I think, sort of like a lot of where like the I macro conversation comes. Mm. But like even visually, like really rooting it in a language that we all know. I mean, especially, I think, to sort of put it generationally, like I think, I think a lot of millennials kind of understand, like, you know, sort of like this like uh, perpetual hustle, but also feeling stuck in the mud, feeling like that, like you can't really afford a stake in the current system, right? Uh, no matter how hard you try, or even if you're working 40 hours a day, it's not going to happen. And I think that like positioning the current situation as, as such, looking at like the national debt, I mean, whatever, yeah. there's so many different ways of talking <laughs> yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. And then like looking at here's just an alternative right. system over here that like a lot of really smart people are trying to build with. And then underneath that, this is like the beautiful, crazy, wild culture underneath. Yeah. That's so great. Let's talk a little bit about the drop, because if anyone is listening who hasn't yet gotten one, I would greatly encourage them to do so. Can you talk about how that how you set that up? And and I know I know like, you know, launching it in in a bear market is never never an easy endeavor. I was looking forward to it. Yeah. I was like waiting. I was like, we were waiting the entire bull market to just, uh, and like wait for that. Obviously. Cause if you're doing a documentary about NFTs and you think about like, well, how does this thing exist within the culture? That's obviously like a, something I'll have thought a lot about. So curious to your, like how, what is that like integration between like the thing that you're documenting and the film itself look like? Beautiful question. I guess like from inside out, you know, I think like the the project itself is involved in the story of the film, I should say. Oh, nice. Um, I think it's like a very organic way into like actually seeing and understanding the space. We're we're sort of playing with that in a few different ways and like working on like actually a new interface to, to sort of like allude to that. But yeah, I mean, how we conceived it is like, you know, there, there's this thing in nonfiction that I, I've seen over the past 10 years of working in it where the people in front of the camera don't, don't typically benefit in a substantive way from uh, lending their time yeah. uh, and their efforts and like their very personal life stories to, to us. I mean, like, it's like, you know, I'm doing the work of showing up and I'm prepared for sure, but it is very much a collaboration. Right. And, you know, I, I think that like, there's a very natural fit here for what NFTs can do just like in terms of actually like breaking down everybody that we've worked with and like making them these really cute pixelated characters and then building those into traits that will be generated. Right. So even holistically, the collection will look like what this ecosystem looks like it just in regards to the film, obviously it's not everybody, but it's like, you know, each avatar will be a combination of like song a day, man and Tyler Hobbs and with Coldy 3d glasses and like Richard pants, you know, it's, it's just going to, so so it's just going to be naturally 
like that, which I'm, I'm really excited for the combination of, you know, Max Osiris and Robness. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. But, you know, like the, the, and those things I think can like actually lend to us contextualizing the space a bit better and like talking about our avatars, like in these really natural ways. Right. But 15% of the, of the gross revenue will just also be going back to all of the artists that are involved in the drop. So everyone who's represented in the drop is also sort of like, as well as the collection is doing benefiting along with it within like the sort of drop itself, you know, like we, we've actually done quite a few collaborations so far. There's a few that we're out, like announcing soon and they're all hitting sort of different styles mm. of, of sort of like crypto art making. I mean, like we started like with this like really swaggy like jacket uh, that, that Calvin Justice made. I saw Justice that, made. I saw that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was great. And, you know, now, I mean, we're, we're actually like raffling off pieces from Connie Digital. Yeah. And then we have a, a collaboration coming out with Albertine Meunier, which is like really fucking hilarious like she's really really funny very frenchly funny yeah <laughs> so we're also using this as a way to like also educate people who are within the community as to like who the people are within the space and like sort of how they can collect them in like a very natural way so that's sort of the the project itself but as far as how it's benefiting the film i plan for contingencies i like work in nonfiction. it's like my dream to be like or it's my job to be like this is my dream scene and then this is the this is the 90% cheaper yeah, version. Yeah, of yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I know all the financiers. Like I and and like it's it's really a matter of timing, sort of like how soon I go to the people mm, who finance mm-hmm. films with equity and say, like, hey, like, are you can you come on and invest in this way? But there are all of these strings, as as we know, that are just attached. Uh, uh-huh. And there are certain people that if you ask, then they also want to own all of the footage. And like these are things Whoa. that like for me, you know, I think that it's very important that are that are kept at least sort of under our guise until we can build out a system so that they're sort of like more independently owned or, or owned amongst us. Right. Yeah. So there are all those things that like, I'm really sort of trying to juggle while putting together the budget for the ideal version of this film. Right. But all, all of the, all of the money, all of the, the revenue from the drop, uh, apart from that 15% in perpetuity will be going to making this film, making happen. the movie. Yeah. Cool. And when the film is done, I mean like we have all these plans for what we will be doing with like the potential revenue too. But it, that has to do with sort of finding ways to streamline collaborative arts making, basically using crypto. Because obviously with securities, there's all of these obstacles that 100%. everybody is like looking to tackle. And we have the yeah. lawyers, just we don't have enough money yeah. in them. <laughs> yeah, there's mm-hmm. so yeah. many people working on this problem uh, or this this idea, this vision that people seem to have of especially movie making or 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 even your TV show making as as a crypto project and how can that come to bear oh yeah you know yeah, that, that's like a that yeah. that this is a this is an area that's a category that's yeah, a category totally. well saying while saying to the people who do that like you're a profit participant in it right yeah. i think yeah. that like i mean both of you have done incredible work at like finding like collaborative ways of raising money for yeah. a particular thing I think the next step is being like, cool, like we just did this crazy opera in the Saharan desert and because it made its money back plus 20% or whatever, now we can give that to the people who sponsored us. Right. Because that was built into how the deal was structured. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, then that's the potential that, that is there. Especially creatively. I mean, yeah. can you, I mean, Shlom's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? I mean, yeah. <laughs> 
they will do it anyway. Like yeah. it will be accomplished yeah. regardless. But like, I mean, can you imagine like if, if everyone was empowered in a more seamless way to be like, I want to make this crazy thing happen and this is the money that I need to do it. Like a yeah. million dollars isn't that much when you're speaking to a global audience. Right. 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 That's something that has continually blown my mind is like the power of a million dollars from one person or a dollar from a million people. Yeah. It's like, it's such a complete mindfuck how like different those two ideas are. And I think that's a big part of why, like, you know, the whole crypto shared ownership thing is popping off, but also like why a random project can raise this much money and do this big thing is because of like the individual incentives and whatnot in there. So people should go to newhere.xyz and mint, I think like one, and then I minted another four. I highly recommend it. And like I said in my tweet, it's like the problem, the problem, the problem with this space. And this is something I talk about all the time, but, but it's like, we're, we really are a, a degen driven economy in NFTs still. It's a hundred percent driven by, by speculators and by flippers. And so when there's a project, I'll say it like song a day or like, <laughs> you know, or like this where the potential to flip is not immediate, which is what they're looking for. It can be a little bit harder to like to get that floor price up and to like, you know, and to, and to mint out and to do these things. And everyone listening to this knows knows what I think, which is like you buy the things that you believe in. You buy the things that you love and you buy the things you like. You, you're not looking for that flipping. And and sometimes, you know, sometimes you're. Sometimes the things you buy because you love them pay off, you know, in some kind of weird way. And that's and that's always a possibility, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that, like, there are moments, I think, in which both of us will sort of, like, look at, at this and sort of be like, OK, cool. Like, it's it, it, it's it's been here. Like, you know, we've been here and it, and it's still cool. And, like, I'm very excited to embrace those people who show up when they do. Yes, for, for whatever reasons. But like, I mean, like, it's like the community that, that we are building, again, very organically, like, it's, it's, it's awesome. And like, yes. the conversations are great. And like, to be bringing artists in and, and be like, hey, like, maybe you didn't know about this person, but now we're doing a cool club with them is like, it's a lot of fun. And we're here for the long haul. I mean, like, like, the film is going to be done, like, literally this time next year, with oh, all yeah? the animation and VFX that we have to do. And then That's after really that, exciting. I mean, we really have like, a, a I mean, a whole round of releases and stuff like that to do. Amazing. So this project, yeah. it, th there isn't any going away yeah, in yeah. four months, you know. Right. Where it will be around. So do you, do you have a release date in mind or, or is that? No, I mean, so I mean, you, we finished the film and then we'll, you, we'll submit it to festivals. And yeah, I mean, like we, we obviously have like certain aims for where we want it to premiere. Again, it's like, it's a question of, streamers distribution companies sort of like yeah. already hitting us up because like they know who the cast is uh -huh. right and like sort of expressing interest and in us trying to like kind of hold everybody at bay yeah and, hold back like, just wait yeah yeah so there's is, no, is there's principal no photography done then is like is the shooting done no jonathan we still haven't we still haven't worked together <laughs> i know it's true no i'm 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 you know grabbing a few interviews like i'm headed to i'm headed to i'm I went to South Carolina on Sunday mm. for a bit to film. And then, yeah, I mean, like, th there's going to be a f there's going to be a bit of cleanup. 
like throughout throughout like the next few months. It's like it's I'm deep deep in editing. I mean like yeah. you can imagine that I have like two I mean the amount of content. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's hours. the no, that's just like I can't even, yeah. I can't yeah. even fathom. But I mean you and I like I mean like there's there's going to be moments in which I mean I have you written in to the script already in a budget. It's like it's always like literally it's like Jonathan Mann question mark Jonathan cuz like there's like no, these things perfect. that I know that's, that I will need to explain. No, that's that's what I that's like that that's what we talked about like uh, exactly. for context like we talked about like oh like if when you're editing this you're like oh this would be a great moment for like a transition song a song that's something yeah. that like explain something or like just you know i pitch it as like being the greek chorus that comes in and Ah, like and clarifies something you know for the (laughs) audience yeah it's super fun so yeah no we still have our work cut out for us but there's plenty of things that we'll be sharing along the way actually that we're going to be releasing a series of kind of artist profiles very soon that that look great amazing yeah so so much more to come and you've been sharing i've noticed you've been sharing some footage like at different events too has, has also been starting to happen yeah and we'll, we'll be doing more of that because again i mean yeah. it's like this this crypto punks you know thing for Side example it, yeah. working on that now and it's like that story the story is incredible and like to remind ourselves i think what made that remarkable yeah. is great like yeah. i i really like sending matt clips i like sent tony herrera one this yeah. morning like it's like there's just these moments where even for me like i get really lost in like what fuck am I doing here? Yeah. And then I like very clarifying. Yeah. Yeah. Then like, you just have to like listen to Sarah Zucker and you're like, Oh, thank God. Okay. I'm (laughs) I'm in the right spot, you know? And I mean, I, I'm, I feel like I'm sitting on it right now and I, and we Mm want to start sharing a lot of this stuff, especially right now. Matt and John, if you're listening, give Dan a call. (laughs) They're, they're probably not listening, but if you are listening, give Dan a call. I have to yes, wait till after the please, new year. Sirs. I I heard a rumor that I heard a rumor that they're under. I haven't told you this, Matt. I heard a rumor that they're under NDA that they can't talk about CryptoPunks publicly for a year after the purchase. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah probably also like an SEC thing or something. Oh, I interesting. Oh, yeah. It's be. amazing how many yeah just like tangent a lot of lot of actions are being um, considered in the context of like. SEC and security, oh, yeah. and like influencing the markets and whatnot. Aren't they? Because it's kind of tough. I mean, Yuga's being investigated, aren't they? For for ApeCoin. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah, of course they are. Yeah, I saw that tweet thread, <laughs> so I know all about it. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I mean, I will say that I am working very diligently to to track down a few of a few of the artists that I feel like we've lost totally. along the way. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask if I'm new here to new here, so to speak, um, what do I, what should I expect uh, over like the next year or two? Like as, you know, I meant the character, what, what should I, how should I be engaging with the film? What do you all have plans? And then obviously the film releases at some point, where does it go from there? Not to like commit to anything, but I'm curious about how you think about that, you know, given the like such like large time frame going on. Yeah. There's like a lot of things, I guess, that are still kind of in flux in terms of like partnerships and what we'd like to do with like building out these characters and like how we can use them in certain worlds. That's really like an aim of ours because it would be great if people were actually able to sort of create their own scenes with like these these really totally. cool hybrid characters in different metaverses. So that's something that that I'm actively figuring out. Huh. I think when it comes to collaborations and like this is why when Jonathan talks about like the degen sort of nature of the space and I always kind of like smirk cause it's like, 
I feel very confident in the relationships that the film has. You know, yeah. it's like we had we had like the the drop for we had the drop for the film and, and, yeah. you know, I think like I did like a, this absurd, like four hour Twitter spaces or something. Yeah. And it was the same day as the QQL drop with, with Tyler Hobbs. Yeah. And at the end of my space, like literally he ended up just like hopping into the room and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like yeah. he, he just sold out. Yeah. Like literally the minute $17 after. million dollars or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and then he comes on stage and, and he's like, Hey, like, congrats to what's going on. I mean, I, I talk to Tyler frequently and yeah. it's, you know, whatever. And there's, you know, whatever. And it's very cool. And it's like, I remember even then being like, dude, like you just like go get a beer. Like, what are you doing here? Like you're on fucking, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. How, and, and how those relationships are going to manifest in regards uh, to this, this, this drop and this community and, and sort of the collaborations that we have going on. And I'm not speaking specifically, I don't want to pin down any artists yet. Right. Totally. Yeah. I'm excited. Cause it's like, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. And like, I think that like we're, we're trying to be very diligent of like noticing kind of who has arrived to this project when mm-hmm. without like pressure of like selling out all 10,000, like right now yes right? it's kind of just like we know like that the chain knows who is holding what things when and that's <laughs> that's enough yeah you know i have the budget that i need to kind of keep swimming so it's all good like i don't want to hire a marketing team to like try and like pump this stuff do, full of air because do. it's actually really full of substance right right so do, do yeah. the do the like uh retweet this then tag five friends and you know like i mean like literally like, uh, like yeah. you just have to like look at the website to see yeah. like who we're working with on yes. the film and it's yeah. just like oh that's not, okay that's not, like, yeah yeah you know yeah. I, I i people pay absurd amounts of money for passes to try and interact with some of these artists and yeah. like Literally, like many of them are actually in the Discord server already. Yeah, you know, and yeah, it's there. <laughs> I, I mean, I have this whole thing about like I I think for so many projects of substance, it's actually a boon. It, it might not feel like it at times, but it's actually a boon to for a slow mint. I think I think it's like it's genuinely better a slow mint. Uh, I'm down because I'm not on Discord like all the time yeah. so it's like if there was like a, a mad crowd that had showed up and like manifest yeah. like, you know, yeah. and I wasn't there to respond in 15 minutes like I don't want to like lose the film to that you know no like, and I think you know you can look at you can see you can see examples and counter examples like you can look at a you can look at a project like uh, like Stoner Cats you know a, as a good example where people just don't you don't understand how long animation takes so they're like eh, it's dead or whatever meanwhile they've been working digital diligently or whatever but because it was so successful people have this like expectation whereas if it had been a slow burn they could have like grown it more slowly and organically and i think honestly slow and organic is way preferable to like this big thing where there's dgens expecting magic somehow you know Totally. I mean, within, I mean, everyone's like a Game of Thrones fan and, you know, whatever. I, like, it's like, there yeah. are all those stories of how long it took to yeah. put that together. And they how, had to throw out the pilot, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Breaking Bad. Like, I mean, like, it's like, right. when it, especially when it comes to films, like, yes. I, I know this very well. Like, I mean, I'm the guy who was like pitching a doc about Transliberation in Puerto Rico. <laughs> like, I was like, literally like yeah. going to studios in LA <laughs> being like, hey, like, there's some non-white people like living in like the one of the last colony, like to- colonized territories in the Western Hemisphere. And like, 
we owe them some time. And it was just like, yeah. What are you talking about? I mean, in 2011, Dan, in 2011, you know, like that's insane. I mean, Dina, it was the same thing. I I was doing the same thing in those offices. And I remember doing my whole spiel. And this is why it's important. This is why it's going to be great. And one exec turning and being like, okay, okay, okay. Is she hot? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Like, what? Whoa. So it's like I'm I feel like I'm very, I'm very well acquainted with this kind of wow. like okay. Like I'm yeah. just gonna I'm just gonna keep working because like it's it will come. Like yeah. it's like the wave will inevitably come back. Yeah. And everybody's gonna be like, holy shit, this guy's been writing songs every day. And it's gonna <laughs> yeah. be like every day. Yeah. Every yeah. every yeah. goddamn day yeah, he's been writing a song, day. you know, yeah. and like and yeah. you'll have been there and it's, yeah, that's and it. it will be that's funny enough. and that's enough. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I don't know. I, I do feel, I do feel good about it, even though there are, there are moments where it's kind of just like, whoa, like it's noisy. That's but, the thing. I mean, you, you carry you through those moments. I, the other example I think of is, is chaos. The song camps chaos project, which didn't sell out. And, cool I, and, I, and I just argue to them, same thing. It's like, it's like your slow burn is going to be way better than, than a than a fast so new here dot xyz go mint some things if you're listening to the sound of my voice i expect you to mint because everyone listening to this if you haven't already (laughs) you this is a project for you if you're listening to this it just automatically means that this is a project for you you can follow dan on the twitters as long as twitter exists for however much longer at dan underscore sickles you can follow Matt at uh, one of the many Matts. You can follow me. I'm Song of Day Man. Dan, thank you for thank you for being here. Thank you guys for having me. Wonderful to chat as always. It was a blast. Oh, yeah.